Like many people these days, I am completely obsessed with the planet Pandora. But James Cameron had nothing to do with this world. Borderlands is dusty and packed with outlaws will take a shot at you just to have something to do. Missions and vehicles can be summoned on dingy displays scattered across the desolate terrain. Cash, ammunition, and an impressive array of customized weapons are stashed in mailboxes, lockers, weapons cases, ammo chests, and piles of animal regurgitation. The wildlife around here is so hungry, they'll eat just about anything, even an undigestible sniper rifle. Vending machines buy and sell health, ammo, mods, and upgrades. Unwatched, in a corner, a robot whirs and spins. As long-time listeners know, I've been playing Borderlands for about a month now. I've had many game obsessions before, but this is the first one I've literally lost sleep over. I really need to get to bed before 1am on school nights. For the uninitiated, Borderlands is a cel-shaded hybrid of a first-person shooter and RPG. I know the RPG part might throw up some flags for some of you out there, but it's really pretty benign. You mainly have to watch your inventory, buy or sell items at the Circus of Values, I mean, the Zed or Marcus vending machines. Like many RPGs, you get to choose a character based on class and corresponding skill set. The customization options are fairly limited, however. If you want a female character, your only option is Lilith. Want a skinny and therefore fast male character? Meet Mordecai. The remaining two, Roland and Brick, are both hulking men, although Roland is a girly man compared to the Brickster. You also level up occasionally, spending skill points on new abilities. Each character has one super move you can unlock once you hit level 5. The level tree is also very different for each one. I've come to appreciate, nay, adore, Roland, my soldier swathed in purple velvet to match his voice. Time is bullets. Roland's special skill is a turret gun that emerges from, let's say his nether regions, on demand. The turret automatically goes after any nearby enemies. The turret can be leveled up to offer health and ammo boosts to all players standing within his rainbow circle. I've recently started using the turret away from enemy lines to give me or Game Watcher free health and ammo boosts, saving us money and respawns. By the way, you pay for each respawn, and the price rises as you level up. Burning a turret purely for health has become the bargain of the year for us. And of course there are missions. These can be picked up from mission boards throughout the world, or occasionally from individual people. Assuming you can find them. Greetings, traveler! New missions are available at Lucky's Bounty Board! Thanks, little robot, but we haven't been able to find her. Can you give me directions? Check me out, I'm dancing! I'm dancing! Never mind. Anyway, missions are board-specific, meaning you have to haul all the way back to get your reward, fighting the same NPCs you already took down on the way there. Many missions will lead to new missions, and they all give you a little bit of backstory. Patricia Panis, Chief Scientific Advisor, Dahl Corporation, Day 224. The only conversations I have anymore are with this Echo Recorder. I've developed a relationship with it. Bored now. Can we just shoot something? Ah, that's better. Apart from the intense, though sometimes lopsided battles, you're either too strong or they stomp you in no time, there is one other compelling feature. Loot. Mine, mine, and mine. Now this is loot. 
Borderlands, our busy gamer game of the year for 2009, will play to your strengths and weaknesses no matter how you play. Like it stealthy? You'll enjoy picking off enemies from afar. But keep in mind there are plenty of kamikaze psychos ready and willing to bring the fight to you. Strip the flash! Solve the wound! If you're more of a run-in-and-shoot-everything kind of gal like me, you'll have lots of fun doing just that. Just make sure you have the cash to respawn or a patient co-op partner to come heal you. There's also a fight for your life option, which will save you from respawning if you take down an enemy before you fade to black. Weapon options include some fun gun melee. If the bottom of the gun looks sharp, it probably is. Guns that will shock or corrode your enemy, and, of course, the obligatory fun with environments. Don't stand near any colorful barrels, kids. They go boom. Best of all, this game is enjoyable whether you play solo or with a teammate. Game Watcher and I have spent years trying to find a good co-op game that we could play together for more than five minutes. Neither of us are into the realistic war shooters, and stealth is not my bag. Halo was okay for a few hours, but just didn't stick. This game plays to our strengths and weaknesses, which means ample opportunity for each of us to save the other. Despite the Game of the Year award, Borderlands is not perfect. It's a little glitchy at times. There's a semi-steep learning curve, and it's so violent we can only play it at night. The UI needs a once-over, and comparing weapons and mods is clunky and time-consuming. It would be great if you could save anywhere instead of just mission milestones. But we're willing to forgive all of that because no other game grabbed us in 2009 the way Borderlands did. If we skip a night playing, we miss it. We booked a Valentine's getaway with a TV we can hook our Xbox 360 to because what's more romantic than a trip to Pandora? We're still playing weeks later and expect we will continue visiting the Borderlands for months, maybe even years, to come.